Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, a registered dietitian and weight loss coach that knows exactly how to help you lose weight while having fun. Each week, I'll give it to you real by breaking down exactly what you need to do to lose your first 10 pounds and actually start seeing results. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women around the world look and feel like their hottest damn self by following my proven framework. Hey babes, welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. Today I am here with someone that I know is going to inspire the F out of you. Like if you are on your journey and you have lost weight and gained it back and you've totally self-sabotaged yourself, mindset has been a big struggle for you. And you have not just like little weight loss goals, you got big weight loss goals. And I don't just mean the number on the scale, but like the type of transformation you want your body to have and yeah, it might mean you losing more than 10, 20, you know, 30 pounds. This episode is for you. Without further ado, Selena is here with me, Fit Babe. Selena, you may have seen her on my page before. Um, but yeah, she is here and she's gonna give it to you so real because she has been working with me for not just like a couple months. Like she's been working with me for a hot minute and her progress and mindset transformation is exactly the real talk that you need if you're really ready to break this dieting cycle and actually see real results. So welcome, Selena. Thanks for being on. Hi, thanks for the invite. I'm so glad to be here. I love getting to talk about TSN and what it's done for me. So it's a pleasure to be here. Amazing. So where do we begin? Okay. So Selena, when did we first meet and talk to us a little bit more about like what you've done before TSN and like the transformation you've had, like, where did you start? So I, I mean, not to get like even too detailed, but even when I was little, I always struggled with my weight. Like I just, I, I couldn't get away from chips and salsa and food. Like I come out of a uh, grove in a Mexican family. We love our food. So I yes. struggled, <laughs> struggled with food, but I was kind of able to combat it and like, kind of keep it like in check because I, I was always doing sports. Like that's also something we always did. It was year round sports for me, even all the way through college. Like I was active. So I was able to eat the way I wanted to, because I was able to like offset it with yeah. just my daily activity. You don't even think about it. I mean, exactly. I've heard this on other episodes, but I would pound literally like two bagels <laughs> with eggs in the morning when I was playing soccer competitively. And like your metabolism is just like so high. Cause you're so active and young. It's like, you don't almost need to care about your food intake until like, boom, it hits you when like, you're not as active anymore. And you're like, wow, like I put on a lot of weight really quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like I never went really to the gym or anything. I always like, you know, like I said, just active. I never thought about it. So when I graduated from college and like you said, when you get kind of more dormant, I'm in a desk job now. And I've been that for like a couple of years and like, it just slowly creeped up on me. And since I wasn't active, it's just like, boom, like this is like the heaviest I've ever been. And I always went back and like up and down and weight, but this was like, obviously the heaviest I'd ever been. And it really started taking a toll on me, obviously physically, but my confidence, mental like state, like it was just the worst that had ever been. And then oh, I saw Lauren's Instagram page. <laughs> like, honestly, it just randomly popped up. Cause I wasn't even like looking into, you know, Wait, dietitian, yeah. nutritionist or anything. Yeah. I was just kind of dealing with it on my own. Like maybe I should work out now and I'll start eating less. And I would do that and I would see some results, but then 
I'm sure you're going to get into it more of me, but self-sabotage, like I was two years old and then I would be like, okay, well now I can start eating a little more again. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, let's since- just jump there right now. So <laughs> Selena and I met, God, I don't even know how long ago it was. It was months ago. Like, we, yeah. Like, whenever we finally. <laughs> yeah. Like it was probably like four or five months ago, if that, like yeah. maybe even more. And so we met right? Like y'all know my method, calorie tracking, hitting the numbers, seeing weight loss from your perspective, Selena. Cause like, obviously I know what happened, but I want to hear it from you. Talk to me about, talk to us about how, like you started tracking, you started seeing the results, but like what happened that like led to that self-sabotage even during right. coaching. Cause this was something that happened before, but like it even manifested itself into coaching with a dietitian. Right. So when I started coaching, you know, I was following your method and what I loved about your program is because it was an easy step to follow. And I'm like, if you give me the steps, I'm going to hit them. I'm going to hit the numbers. So yeah. I was like, I can do Tell this. Tell me what to do and I will do it. It's classic exactly. sorority girl. <laughs> that was the thing before. Like I did what I thought would work, but I didn't know. So I was just kind of guessing. And so that's why I wanted someone who would actually know was knowledgeable in the field. And that's why, you know, I decided to do TSN. And so I was following your program. I was seeing the results and boy, was I feeling good. I was seeing the results for like a long time. Your check-ins <laughs> were like, hell yes. Oh my God. I, went to, like, I remember how hype you were. And like, I get equally as hype as my clients. So like it was epic, but then it didn't. But then, do, do, do. Yeah. So then it wasn't, I didn't even really notice it. I just started feeling more relaxed and casual with like my food. And it's mainly always been my weekends. And it still to this day, like weekends are just where I have more temptation. And so I was just feeling good about myself. I had finally made all this progress, but then I, for some reason thought it was okay to like, just kind of slack off or like mm-hmm. eat more or maybe not track as much. And it, it was kind of the same thing I always done before. I would sabotage my results by getting too excited and wanting to revert back to what I was yeah. before. And I think what's really interesting here, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this wasn't intentional sabotage. Like I am not worthy of my success. So like sometimes people self-sabotage that way or like you get bored, right? And so like you kind of want to switch things up. So mm-hmm. that causes you to get bored and like you then you switch things up and then things sabotage. But for you, this was getting excited. Like it's almost like celebrating the victory before the victory even happened, right? I had an old post I remember I put on Instagram inspired by not this story in particular, but you know, just there's so many women struggle with this, right? Like we celebrate, like it's the mother freaking Super Bowl and we won the weight loss Super Bowl, but it's like an in-season game. And like, we don't even have a winning record yet, right? Like we have yeah. like, bigger goals we have. So it's like, why are like, I want you to celebrate. I want you to celebrate every milestone, non-scale victory, weight loss. Like you should be hyped about it. But I think it's like the complacency almost that kicks in. I definitely think that was me. Cause I think at the time I had hit like a milestone, like five pounds down. And at the time I was like, Whoa, that's awesome. Like five pounds. And it was only like into week four or five. So I was like, I am crushing this. And so that's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Extrapolate that out. Boom. Like 10 pounds in 10 weeks. Like we get really excited. I was like, I'm already ahead of my goal. So like, I have some like, you know, extra (laughs) time, like I can afford, you know, maybe go back one week or not, but yeah, I ended up just going all the way back. Yeah. (laughs) And that my friend is called cheating the system, right? (laughs) We get a little greedy. I say this to clients all the time, Selena, you know, this and ladies listening to this episode right now, don't be a greedy fit babe. 
don't be a greedy fit babe just because you're seeing results results aren't promised next week we gotta we gotta act and eat like we're the underdog in reality yeah. <laughs> that's something I, i'm glad i guess i learned early on in the journey because i mean since then I, it's just really about consistency. That's what I had to learn. It wasn't the short game. Like I had to, where do I want to be and how long is it going to take to be there? Cause it's not just going to happen in a few weeks. Cause I wanted to lose like 30 plus pounds. And it, it seems like such a daunting goal week by week, only seeing one pound or half a pound. And so it really is like, how much do you really want this or care about your health because it wasn't just physical for me it was about my health you know I wanted to make sure I was healthy and so I just really had to put it to my mind like this is what I want and I have to do what I need to do to get to it versus trying to take the easy routes or you know cheating the system of I can afford to gain some back if I'm already losing some like that wasn't going to get me there and thankfully I learned that early on (laughs) yeah how did you get over that mindset right because I mean, I get DMs from women all the time, and I'm sure many of you listening to this episode will lose five pounds, gain it back, lose not even five pounds. And maybe if it's it's two pounds and then chronically just like keep losing and gaining, like in every week this is happening and we know it's happening, but sometimes like it's, it's hard, like, cause you have to get to the root of it. How did mm-hmm. you change your mindset from cheating the system almost and like almost being a little greedy, right? Like we're seeing the weight loss and feeling like you could, you know, put your foot off the gas pedal, as I like to say, like, how did you change your mindset? That's a tough question for me. Cause I think it was just a matter of making the decision in my mind. Like I would look in the mirror every day. And when I saw like, you know, weight coming off, I'll get excited, but then it would almost hurt me more whenever I'd gain it back because it would just attack my mind more. Like you're you're not getting anywhere. So it seemed like I was not getting anywhere, but really I wasn't dedicating the effort and time into my own progress. So instead of thinking, okay, I'm going to lose five pounds, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I realistically told myself, no, you really want to lose like 30 or more pounds. So you, you need had to- a real talk moment with yourself. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm, I'm getting so hype about the weight loss, but like, yo, Selena, I'm trying to lose 30 to 40 pounds. Like yeah. you cannot be getting this hype about five pounds because like <laughs> we got 35 more to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that was the biggest game changer, like realizing the end place that I actually wanted to be and seeing results. is exciting, but you have to keep going in order to, you know, reach the final destination. Otherwise it's just going to be, like I said, back and forth, back and forth, yo-yo, like it was for me. So I guess it was just real talk to myself (laughs) and like, you're not going to get there if you, um, if you keep giving yourself this slack kind of situation. Yeah. And when you self-sabotaged what, like looking back, what were the things that you were actually doing? Like behaviors, like with the weekends, with your calories and that complacency that, like you, you lost the weight, but then like these habits and these, the, the mindset would kick in and then you'd gain that weight back and you wouldn't really get anywhere. What were those habits and behaviors you had to identify? Because if you guys are listening to this and this is happening to you, you have to identify those behaviors. I can give you all the numbers I want. I can give you all the calorie numbers, calorie deficit, blah, 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 blah. None of that matters if you don't understand why you're not hitting your calories weekly and like what's going on there. So what, what was your situation, Selena? Right. So when I started your program, you know, I was so focused on hitting the calories, getting my protein. So I was almost in a way like meal prepping to where I would eat like the same thing every day. I knew this was good. I knew this added up right. And then I was seeing the results. 
when I was seeing the results, then I kind of started adding some stuff in because I felt again, like I had some room to play. So I would grab this bag of chips there and just one for the day and like, see, I'm still good. It's not too much over, you know, my goal, but that just snowballed. Like I would start taking a little bite here, a little bite there on the weekend. I could afford quote unquote, like an extra meal, but then that just turned into more and more like things I either didn't track or just things that didn't fit in my goals. And they like, you know, started to unbalance the healthy portions I was doing. So that's why I was saying it's kind of an unintentional sabotage because I thought I was doing okay. But when I actually reflected or would talk to you and you would like give it to me straight, like I wasn't because I was still overindulging on the weekends or kind of going back to my old habits of just I can eat this now. I'll try to work it off later. I can afford this, but then I never really kind of worked it out. So yeah. that's where you kind of added all the all the way back, especially weekends. Those are my toughest. You know, we go out to eat more or I don't have time to meal prep for the weekend. So I've just had to become way more disciplined about the weekend. But the biggest thing that's helped me is moderation. Moderation is like my favorite word because I'm still able to, I've learned how to still enjoy all the things I wanted to and on the weekends, but without this kind of like give or take situation, like I know how to balance them Mm -hmm. so I can still have the fun, but I'm still being healthy. And I think that's been the biggest biggest thing for me that has helped me even stay on this track because before you know diet culture you want to lose the weight fast you're doing what you need to do to drop the pounds but it's not sustainable Mm -hmm. and so then you just revert back to your ways and you actually in my opinion gain the weight faster yeah so it's really about balancing it out have fun but still you know staying healthy and balanced Absolutely. Yeah. Going back to actually something you said before as well, that I totally loved and it relates to what you said. You are the type of person. I think there's like two types of women out there, not to overgeneralize, but you know, there are some women like myself in college that had an absolutely horrible relationship to fun foods. And we eat a slice of pizza, we eat a slice of cake and we literally are like, Oh my God, there's a pound of fat on my stomach now, even though that's so illogical, right? Like even if you're overeating, like weight gain doesn't occur that way. And then there's, I think amazing women like you as well, that you have a fairly amazing relationship to food before you even started working with me, meaning like you were eating fun foods. Like that wasn't something like, yeah, when you dieted, you would cut them out, but like you weren't afraid to go out to dinner. You weren't afraid, like you had, like it was a requirement for you to be able to enjoy the weekends and actually fit that into your routine, which I think brings up a really important conversation about discipline. Because I think a lot of times with weight loss and especially what I even talk about here with with this podcast and and on, on my page, Fun foods can fit. I preach that all the time, but I think there are times where some of my clients, even myself on my journey, where we like almost don't even realize how much we're having fun. And if we're not making progress and we're having a lot of these fun foods, it's not that they're bad, but it's the quality of our diet. Right. And you can be guys, listen up. You can be hitting numbers on my fitness pal. And yeah, you can try to fit and finagle these fun foods into your calories and hit these numbers in there. But we don't want to take these numbers at face value. We have to go off of the progress and what we're seeing on the scale. And if you're not seeing progress, despite hitting your 16 to 1800 calorie range, you know, maybe you need an adjustment. Yeah. But maybe it's what you're eating and how often you're going out to eat, which I think was a huge part of the journey. Yes, that was 
still is to this day the biggest part of my journey. I thought I was doing well, but then whenever I would actually show you pictures or like we would review it, you would tell me like, it's not actually the best. And I mean, that's- <laughs> And I definitely didn't say it wasn't well, no. right? Um, <laughs> but no, that's a very politically <laughs> correct way to say it. <laughs> and so that's, I mean, that's what I needed. I needed someone to tell me realistically. And that's what I've also loved about your program. I know there's no BS or anything, but when it comes to deciding how I eat, it really was the quality of my food and quantity. I, I always ate a lot. And I, in my opinion, I liked eating. And so having to learn how to still be able to get the volume of food I like, because I like just the process of eating, yeah, but making it like good food, <laughs> making it good food. Cause I associated eating with like being happy. Cause when we go out to dinner, you know, it's fun. You're with people, with friends. And so having to kind of combat that was the biggest thing for me. And like I was saying, learning how to have the fun while I go out to eat, but finding substitutes that, you know, bring the calorie range down. Like if I order a burger, maybe a side of fruit instead of a whole side of fries or the chips and salsa, you know, maybe just have a little less than that. And instead of, you know, a few margaritas, maybe one or a couple skinny margaritas. So it's all about these substitutions and finding better quality foods to fit into your quote unquote diet, because that is how you'll be able to sustain this for a longer period of time. And I think that was ultimately what helped me and still is helping me every day, every week to be able to do this versus feeling like I either have to eat all healthy or that's whenever I can splurge and eat a really big meal. Like you can combine the two and have a quality meal, but still have fun. So you don't feel like you're depriving yourself. Yeah. I mean, literally full disclosure. I said this to Selena on one of our private coaching calls this morning, but literally like literally babes, I used to get Chick-fil-A and put it on salad. And I literally was like to Selena, like you can have a little fun, but make it healthy. And like, it's not so much all or nothing. It's, it's give and take. It's mm -hmm. not feeling like you have to eat broccoli and rice and chicken, which by the way, I do eat those foods. <laughs> I eat them all combined and they taste really good, but like you don't, you don't want to eat that every meal. Right. So mm -hmm. it's about how can we also bring a little fun into our week so we don't get sick and tired of eating the same thing. And also you can make these small swaps when going out to eat. I mean, there are times where Selena and I both will just eat pizza for a meal, but that's not the norm. That's not an everyday situation. That is, you know, us indulging. It's not cheating our diet, but it's, it's a purposeful decision when we do do that. And we know because we don't do it as often. Yeah. We can quote unquote, get away with it, but you can't get away with it every day. You can't. And right. I'm sorry. And I'm going to say it out there for every single person that needs to hear it. Yes. And I, when I first heard that, you know, obviously I didn't like it to be honest. It didn't make me happy. I didn't want to make those. Swaps. Let's let's talk <laughs> about that. Why did you not want to make those swaps? Because I know there are other women out there that are having resistance to realizing something you said earlier, this shit takes work. Do yeah. not come on and listen to this podcast, ladies, and think that weight loss doesn't take work. It can be fun. It can be easy. And you're not going to be hungry along the way, but it takes fucking work. Yes, it, it is. And it's a constant, like, like I said, consistency. And I've always liked eating. And so when I found out that, you know, I wouldn't just be able to eat the same way, it, I wasn't happy about it. I wish there was some magical way you can continue eating the way that you would want and somehow never gain weight. If that, if I had a gene, amazing. <laughs> but that's not the reality. Like there's going to have to be some give and take, but that's what I was saying. You really have to make the decision for yourself and stay disciplined to 
your goals and where you want to be, because that's what helps me, you know, it all works out at the end. It's all going to be worth it. Um, I had, I just had to make that decision where it might, it's not me not giving the food I want to myself. It's me allowing some fun, but ultimately remembering the goal I want to get to and still making sure it's balanced. And I'm able to find fun swaps. Like I love fruit and I love fries. So I'll still get fries, but maybe just not eat, you know, the whole large McDonald's fries. I'll get fruit and then maybe a little bit of fries. And so you're still able to feel like you're having that fun, but you're also still saying balance. Like, like I continue repeating and that was just, um, the biggest thing I had to do also just realizing that you can still have fun while still hitting your goals. And even if it doesn't sound fun at first, if you remember the goals you really want to achieve, then it's just, you just got to do it. You got to do it for yourself and you got to do it for your health. Um, and then you will start, hopefully <laughs> you'll start to love the process because you'll see the results. You'll see the change physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm so happy that I even started the journey because I've seen a total change. Even friends, family, they see like, I'm just happier. Like I'm just happier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally mic drop. I wish I had like an actual mic. I could like drop um, <laughs> my mic. If I dropped it guys would not be good for the podcast episode. Um, but that's so true, Selena. And I, I, we talk about discipline a lot, right? Discipline and flexibility are words I like to use along with fun. And right now, if you're listening to this feeling like Selena was when she first started, like that resistance to actually eat healthier and like have to adjust your portions. Cause like, you just wanted to be able to eat the same way, get C results, which like, obviously we know can't happen. Part of the reason why it's hard to change is because the way you're eating are your habits. We have to remember that. So mm -hmm. when you change something, you're going to have resistance towards it. But I do promise you, and I think Selena would probably agree that like, I think about the way I eat now and I eat the way I preach to you guys. Yeah. You know, you guys might be a little bit more disciplined because I'm not actively trying to shed 40 pounds, right? Like you can have more flexibility when you are at the end of your journey, which I don't want y'all twisting that with, oh, at the end of my journey, I'll just be able to eat whatever I want. No, like you have to maintain it, right? Like not, your problems don't just go away after you lose the weight. Like then you're starting the journey of maintaining it, which is a never ending process that won't be scary because you've changed your habits at the end of the day. But it, it, you have this resistance to change because you don't understand what potentially balanced eating looks like. And I shared this on my story. Like I'm, I'm eating pizza tonight. I know Selena likes pizza. I know there's tons of other women out there that want to be able to eat foods like this without guilt. And it's because you've never like implemented it in a balanced way. And it's like, you can have it all. You can have the body of your dreams. You can feel really good. And I, I promise you're not going to feel deprived at the end of your journey. And if you do, that means something's going to go right because you really shouldn't. Right. Definitely. Not once in this journey, maybe at the beginning when I was trying to be very cookie cutter, try to see the results fast. I felt maybe a little deprived or hungry, but that's because I didn't fully know like all of the foods I could combine and the fun plus the, you know, the balance. But ever since I've kind of learned moderation and you've really helped me like spice up, you know, my eating habits, I'm still able to go out, but, you know, eating at home and like how to make those meals fun. I have not felt deprived. And that was obviously something big because whenever I used to diet, 
it was like, let's restrict calories or let's stop eating these fun foods. And then we all know where that goes. You end up binging or you end up just fully going hard on those foods you restricted yourself from. And so not feeling deprived was a huge thing for me. And still to this day, I don't feel deprived. And I'm actually surprised at how full I feel when I'm eating these not smaller meals, because they're really they really have a lot of volume to them, but you just learn that you can eat a lot more fruits or vegetables or even some protein. Um, you can eat a lot of those. Whereas, you know, when it comes to those higher calorie foods like pizza or pasta, those, if you eat the qual like high amounts, then the, that's going to sabotage your results because of the calorie intake. But if you choose quality food, you really can have more volume of it than if you were to choose a like fattier carb calorie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that balance. And I love that you said at first, that's amazing feedback for me to even hear as a coach. Like at first you did feel deprived, but like you're, you're recognizing why you felt deprived because those first few weeks, when you start something like y'all are going to be hella hyped, but let me tell you, like, shit's going to wear off. And then reality is going to set in and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I'm eating this way. And like, you haven't fully done that transformation yet. Like you may think you have, cause you're seeing that weight loss on the mm -hmm. scale, but like, it, it's sort of like when you're in, when you like go to college and you're a freshman and you think like, you know, everything, but then like you realize, oh my God, like I have three more years and like, there's so much more I need to learn. And, um, I think you guys can extrapolate that out to anything. Like the more you keep going on this journey, the more you're going to learn about yourself and like what, what this journey really means to you. Absolutely. I want to switch gears and end off with chatting a little bit about your specific weight loss journey. And more importantly, I get a lot of questions about like, you know, when you are working towards a 30 or 40 pound weight loss goal, what about calorie adjustments? Like what about plateauing and lack of progress? Um, and when I say plateau, I mean, not just, you know, not seeing weight loss, but like when you are eating the right calories, like, do you have to switch things up? Like what happens there? So can you share a little bit about like, your weight loss journey, how much weight you've lost calorie adjustments, um, and how you've kind of navigated any plateaus or any lack of progress, um, for women who have similar goals as you, um, because I know it, it, it can be really hard to, I think, relate to other people's journeys when like, there's not a lot of conversations around like what realistic weekly weight loss is. Right. So like, mm -hmm. you know, how, how much, how much weight have you been losing per week? Um, has that changed at all as you've progressed on? Cause we've been working together for a while. Yeah, we definitely have been. And I've learned so much about my health, my body, the foods I to eat. And to get to those specific questions, like, like I said before, I started the journey and I was seeing progress, which was like a pound a week or maybe a little more. So like, that's why I felt like I was on speedy track. This is easy. I can do this. You're but like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, why did I just do this before? But then I gained the way back. So, and when I say people that I gain the way back, like after these straight, like six, seven weeks of learning and pro like making this progress, I gained it all back. <laughs> like I started like, we're like talking like almost 10 pounds down and then 10 pounds back guys, like yeah. in a matter of like two or three weeks. And it was so hard. Cause obviously this is what happened to me before, but now I was like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Or I thought like, why is this happening? And, that and was then you see wire. other women around you in group coaching for any of the women, any of my clients, any woman in a group program right now, I know how difficult that is when like, you're not seeing the progress, then you see other people seeing success. And then it further 
almost like lights this fire where it's like, oh shit, the house is burning down and you're freaking out even more. So I get it. Selena gets it. (laughs) Yes, I totally get it. And that was, that was another hard thing. Like seeing everyone else still like kind of going off without me, they were hitting their 10 pound goals. Whereas I just restarted and I was so close, like I could feel it. And so that was step one of the first time, like I had to reevaluate how I was eating, how I could fit things in my calories. And I think that's where you first stepped in of kind of helping me adjust my calorie goals. Because at that point I wasn't, I hadn't even started working out. I was solely focusing on my diet. And so when my diet was out of whack, that's why I wasn't seeing the results. And so you stepped in, that's whenever we helped, you helped me with my calories and kind of pinpointing like, you should eat more protein or and less of, you know, the fattier foods I was eating. Yeah. And we, about- I think we also talked about fiber. I remember. And yes. I, I recently <laughs> said this to a client on another phone call too, but not that fiber like is the end all be all. And like, at first, like you can lose 10, 20 pounds with just focusing on calories, right? Step one and like seeing the weekly average, seeing your weight go down, yada, yada, yada. But if you are like Selena and like you struggle with the weekends and fun foods, fiber really indicated like the amount of fruits and veggies and whole grains that she was having. And that fiber intake was sometimes high, but like some days very, very low. The average American has around 10 grams of fiber. So that number and seeing it on my fitness pal, because of how much Selena was tracking, we could literally look at that number and be like, okay, like we have this number here, but let's also look at what you're eating. And there wasn't color, there wasn't variety. So it gave Selena like a tangible visual look of like what she needed to do next with her meals, like add in more color, add in more fruits, add in more veggies. And like, yeah, these calories are what they are, but like, it's not just about the calories. Right. Right. And that just goes back to, it's really about the quality. And I, I had to, you know, start eating half my plate veggies and I was able to start learning the portions that you teach in your method. And that was the first step. I was like, I'm back on track with eating. I'm being balanced and portioned. But then even after that, that's when I kind of hit this plateau. I was assuming I would just lose the weight again that I had, you know, previously regained because it was working for me before, but it was way slower and it was also discouraging because I wasn't seeing the same results. Um, And then I guess that's whenever I started realizing like I need more steps or I need something to also help with the eating healthy. If I want to see the progress as fast, I guess you could say as I wanted. And so that's when I would change up, you know, going on a walk or I would, that was still just me walking. I hadn't even, even then I still hadn't gotten to lifting weights. So these have all been steps in my journey that you've helped me get through. And I've helped realize for myself of how to like it's kind of like a puzzle just putting the puzzle pieces together get your diet eating and in check and then if that becomes in time that you're now kind of plateauing or not seeing the results then maybe increase your steps and get more active and just all you know stacks upon each other and now I do lift weights and I really love lifting weights because it's where I've seen the most body transformation. And you, if you're really wanting to see your body transform, don't be scared of the weights because that's where I've seen most of the progress. The eating in the steps obviously have helped me shed the pounds, but now I'm kind of able to kind of like sculpt my body and I'm mm. able to see the results. <laughs> oh, I love those words, sculpt. Yes. And, and I agree, like it is a stepwise approach and like why I'm so like cookie cutter stepwise approach with like my content and what I preach out there is because you need that foundation, right? You need, you need the foundation of calories and balanced eating. Then you add on the steps. Then you strategically add on that exercise. And it's not because I don't think there's women out there that can do it all at once. 
In fact, I'd argue most of us are chronic do-it-all-at-onceers. We do everything at once. And guess what? That's why we fail, right? So if, if, you're, if you force yourself to slow down like Selena did and it's more painful, you're going to be mad, you're going to you know, be frustrated. Sometimes the results aren't quicker as they seem or as quick as you want them to be. But when you do it this right way, Selena has been doing this for, I mean, I don't even know how many months now. And like we check in and I know Selena's getting in her workouts. I know Selena's eating the right way. Like it's not me checking in thinking like, oh my God, like what, what are you eating? And like, you shouldn't be worried to check in with yourself. If you're feeling that same way, like you should be, this should be so easy where like, you know, you're going to be consistent. And if you doubt your consistency, you might be like adding on too much stuff at once. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where I started. I wanted to do it all at once. I wanted to see like progress, like so fast. And so I was like, let me eat again, cookie cutter like this. Let me go on these walks and weights. And I was really just like burning myself out. Like I was going on these long runs and whenever you don't see the results you want, it's really hard to, you know, what else can I do? (laughs) And it's not working, but yeah, that was the case when I took it really step-by-step and, you know, really followed your process. And I mastered first, I mastered how to eat balanced and well, then that helped me then balance, you know, how can I incorporate walks and workouts to where I don't think about it as like a chore to do. It becomes a process and something that, like I said, I love because I can see the progress, but you know, at first it didn't always start there. I didn't like having to do all these walks and doing all these workouts, but (laughs) it's kind of a love and hate thing, but you really, it just becomes a part of your routine. And like I said before, I know where I want to be goal wise and I want to get there. So I know what I need to do now, thanks to your program and your help, what, what I need to do to get there and how to continue maintaining it. Absolutely. And I think that's a perfect way to slap all of y'all in the face and remind (laughs) you, if you have a goal, don't be complacent. Like act like Selena every day, act like you're the underdog. Like that stuff's going to get stripped away from you because the results you have today are not promised. Like they're not like you could easily gain that weight back. And I don't say that to scare you, even though I know you're probably shitting your pants when I say that, um, and I don't want to, you know, act out of fear all the time. We have to have faith and believe in ourselves, but you know, sometimes you just have to be like Selena, look in the mirror and be like, what am I doing? Like, like, who do I want to become? Like, why is this important to me? And when you really connect to that, why, and you just really remember why you're doing this and why, like, it's so important for you to achieve these goals. I bet, I bet a million dollars. Y'all are going to show up so much harder in how you work out and how you eat. You're going to think about your food choices more and no, it's not about going zero to a hundred and not caring about the fun foods and implementing them in, but it's about like really being honest and really showing up for yourself. I agree. It's about the long race. Like you have to know that it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to need to take the time and invest into yourself. Otherwise you're going to like, like I was burn myself out. I was trying to do so much in like the first coaching program we had. So I was like full gas, um, foot on the pedal. Like I was trying to do it all. And I think that's what the hardest thing was. Like it was okay to take more time as long as I stayed consistent. I had to learn, you know, consistency over time is where I'm going to see the results, not going zero to a hundred, like the first few weeks in the wanting to get yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And I always joke, ladies, the first few weeks y'all are motivated. You are so hype. You're like showing up to coaching calls, like 10 minutes before they even become right. Like we're so excited, but then reality kicks in 
that's when we become a little bit late. That's when we, you know, (laughs) sometimes skip things and like we second guess tracking on the weekends and I'm watching you. Selena's watching you. And we want to remind you that you have to show up hard every day. Like that shit's going to be taken away from you, but also believe like it can happen. Like you can see success. And even after you've had a setback, you can easily pick yourself back up. And honestly, just like Selena, see even more success. Selena has seen over double the amount of success from that initial weight loss she lost and then gained back. She's so far beyond that now. So there's no reason why that y'all can't do the same. Yep. It's just a matter of sticking to it. I had to stop making it an option and made it a goal, like made it like I need to get there versus before I was like, if I want to lose weight, like that'd be great. But no, I wanted to lose the weight. So I just had to keep sticking with it. And I still want to continue, even though I've seen like, already more progress than I expected to right now, but I'm not going to make the same mistake I did before. <laughs> I'm going to just stick to it. And then when I get to that goal, who knows, I might even keep going. Cause it's just, it's incredible what you can do whenever you stay consistent and put your mind to it really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's totally for another episode talking about like goals that you achieve and then <laughs> thinking about like the, the fact that like, you didn't even realize you could get to certain places and then like your goals completely change. Your goals are going to change guys as you go on this journey. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This episode, I know was so valuable. Oh my goodness. I I'm hyped up over here. Um, (laughs) Any last words of wisdom or inspiration? Just do it. I don't want to sound like a Nike commercial. Just like you need to put the investment in yourself. You're the only person that can get you there. Lauren can give you the tools, give you the steps, but you're the only one who can actually follow through with them and don't make it seem like, Oh, I'm going to do it just for a few months. And if I get there, that's cool. If I don't, then like, Oh, well, I just can't like, it's going to be, it didn't take you a few months to gain the weight that you have. So it's going to take you longer than a few months to lose it. And you just have to be okay with that. Cause whenever you stop giving yourself, uh, like I have to lose this weight by this time period. And if you don't hit it, then you're a failure. Then you just, you make it more part of your lifestyle, not just like a few month goals. Like you really have to put the time in and you're going to see results, especially with Lauren. Like she will get you there. And I'm so happy. Like, I'm just so happy. I've met Lauren and joined this um, program and you know, I'm still going to keep going. Maybe y'all will hear from me again, but Hell I yes. <laughs> keep going guys. We're all keep going. Thank you so much, Selena. Bye guys. Bye. So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. If you love today's show and what we chatted about on here, please do me a favor and take a hot minute to leave a review on iTunes and share this episode with a friend. The way the Sorority Nutritionist podcast has grown and TSN has been able to help even more women has been from women like you sharing their experience, listening to the podcast, how it's transformed your life most importantly, by getting other women to actually take a listen to it as well. By leaving a review, I really, really freaking thank you. I'm going to be corny AF from the bottom of my heart because you are straight up helping me help more women just like yourself, just like you and I, so they can lose weight while having fun and do it in a balanced way instead of following crazy fat diets you find on the internet. So please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week, another episode drops. See you then, babes.